Hey! It's been a little bit since I've had anything to this podcast feed for interviews, but I have four PAX East audio interviews coming up fairly soon. This is the first one. This one I did with Arden Ripley of Date or Die, and I'm... Again, a number of VN, so, but, you know, there's going to be a little variation coming up soon, but, again, a really cool game, and you can check out the demo right now if you want for this, uh, I will put it in the description, but yeah, let's just get to the interview. I'm at PAX East 2016 with Arden from Date or Die. Hi! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so I just played the demo of your new visual novel that will probably be out by the end of, by the time you hear this podcast. <laughs> so uh, how did how did the project start? Um, it basically, it started a while ago. I actually had the idea to, I wanted to make like a procedurally generated horror visual novel before realizing that was like the most stupidly ambitious thing that I could have imagined. And then like, I still like the idea of, like, a horror-themed dating sim, so this has been kind of, like, growing for, like, two years. So were there, so were there any, like, inspirations? Uh, so Flavor of Love is kind of, like, the biggest inspiration, which was, like, the VH1 reality TV show where Flavor Flav tried to find a girlfriend. Um, it was really trashy and great uh and then Danganronpa has also been like a a very obvious inspiration um but yeah mostly like those like VH1 like reality dating shows like kind of sparked the whole thing but just like with more murder I guess (laughs) what was the one with it was the most popular contestant what was that one oh that was like I Love New York or something she, 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 the thing is I've, I've like seen all of these it's really embarrassing but like there are like spin-offs of spin-offs of those shows that just never stopped so so it's the first VH1 visual novel <laughs> not officially sanctioned but yes probably so already uh, I was noticing how well you guys because uh, I was going to ask a question and I'm like oh no they answered it for me <laughs> you're really good with gender pronouns and explaining that through subtext can you uh, can you explain like your character decisions and who you want the diversity in characters basically yeah so like when i make characters i don't ever really think about like oh i need to hit my diversity quota for this i guess i just make characters like myself and my friends and it's like it just it comes kind of naturally to me like it's we have a lot of like variety in the cast but especially with the story that I'm trying to tell, it wouldn't make sense if everyone was, like, a beautiful straight white person because it's all about, like, how the media portrays love and stuff. So, like, that wouldn't really make sense or be compelling if it was, like, oh, look at all these perfectly heteronormative, like, white people in relationships, like, who are all, like, cis and, yeah, it's... So, yeah, I don't know. It just... It's more fun? Like, it doesn't make sense to have a game where your cast is all the same. Like... I'm definitely seeing how making tequila, tequila trash is very, like, can go a lot of places in a story. Well, so that was, like, part of the inspiration, I guess, was um, for the... So Tequila Tequila's, like, show, A Shot at Love, was, like, really 
weirdly formative for me as like a closeted bisexual kid um because like that show was on and people would be like oh my god like she's she's so trashy and like just they would smack talk it like every week but they would still keep watching and like the whole gimmick of the show was that it was really like kind of messed up in retrospect um it was like her being bi was the big reveal at the end of the first episode they brought in like the male contestants and the female contestants totally separately like on different days and didn't tell them and then at the end of the first episode she was like oh I'm bi and like that was like the plot twist and it felt like really weird for me as like a kid who was struggling with that and like not like having the words or not being out because like I would see people be like oh my god can you believe how scandalous but like keep watching it so that was like kind of a thing about like how the media like portrays like romance that's not typical i guess um yeah that's a really weird way to separate and then separate by gender and then do it that way yeah like it's kind of like turning it into like a spectacle for other people's amusement like who are not like you and it was like really weird and voyeuristic and like uh like i, I didn't like it but <laughs> so one thing that automatically came to me. I played both uh, scenarios. Uh, one thing that's different about this and Danganronpa is the other one, the host of Danganronpa, if there's a host, is a tiny bear and is a lot less. He, you know, he has a lot of power and he's shown it time and time again, but he's still like ineffectual to your mind where there's more of a foreboding presence in the host. Was that like a key difference or just something that just seemed right? Um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know, he's kind of, like, always been, like, central to the idea of the game, because I really wanted to make, like, a very fun villain, because I have trouble writing villains, um, it's, like, really hard for me to write, like, mean characters and stuff, so I had to, like, go for it, like, go big or go home, basically, um, and I figured the only way I could, like, stand to write him was if he was, like, really entertaining and stuff, and I thought that an interesting thing to do would be, like to be able to make him, like, human and have him be a romanceable root. Because, um, like, I think that's a really interesting story there, like, where the hero of the game, like, romances the villain, basically, and, like, kind of turns to his side. Um, so I just thought that would be really fun to explore, which is, you know, something that you don't really get with Talking Bear. <laughs> so uh, can you... It's date Can you successfully date people? Or is that, like, the joke? Like... You can. Okay. You can successfully date people. You can also successfully die. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's really day and die. Um, okay. Not, like, not, not at to, once. Not, yeah. <laughs> but, it's a really harsh end to a date. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, and also you have a bunch of other characters I didn't even get to see. So, is there going to be a larger, like, group mechanic to this? Or, like, just, and I don't mean, like, like, gameplay wise but just like how are other characters gonna flow between each other so um there's like a there's a pretty big ish cast I don't know I guess I originally wanted to I wish I could like go back in time and smack myself because I was like yeah there's gonna be like 12 characters when it's just me writing this visual novel and I was like oh my god so I cut it down to half um yeah like the group dynamic and stuff is really fun for me and I feel like it's not something that's explored in a lot of dating sims like my favorite dating sims are ones where your love interests like 
make friends with each other too. Okay. Um, Give me a couple examples. So, like, uh, one of my favorite English language dating sims is called Sweet Fuse. Okay. Um, and I, I talk about it like all the time, but uh, it's really good because the guys who you can date like are really good friends with each other, and they start like you can see like their relationships developing too by the end of it, and it's like it makes everyone feel so much more like personable and likable because um, you're not just seeing them like trying to flirt with you all the time it's like you're actually seeing them be people uh with like interests outside of you uh so i yeah i really liked that and i wanted to do it like with this game uh we're doing actually a, a thing that i'm really excited about where in each route um one character who you don't choose to date uh is going to be like a secondary antagonist basically so i thought that that would be a cool way to see like different sides of people so maybe like you play mesmer's route and like six is the secondary antagonist in that route and you're like oh wow i didn't that's so weird that like six could be that way maybe i'll try their route next so yeah also i'm glad you only went to like six characters and not 12 because even in dink or rampa i'd say there's maybe five characters and three that are quirky characteristic the character yeah it's it's really hard (laughs) yeah it's really hard to flesh out a person and and actually have to d- work on all that writing and make sure it's conducive to other options. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and I like. I'm glad I know it now, um, and I'm glad I did not like go with twelve because I think I would have had like twelve really underdeveloped characters. Whereas now I can. Have You'd have a Danganronpa two yeah. where he doesn't actually like the characters apparently or something. Uh, That's a whole another so, thing. So sad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so where, so where are we, how close are we to a release, uh, it, maybe by the end of 2017, you can, uh, you can say that? Yeah, like, definitely 2017. Yeah. Um, I would like it to be the end of this year, but I seriously doubt that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, I would really, like, 2017 for sure, um, just, yeah, indie dev is hard. <laughs> Do you use, uh... You used to use, what do you use, like Twine or just... Uh... This is RenPy. Okay. Uh, yeah, everything's done in RenPy. Actually, the demo right now has the default like RenPy menus okay. instead, which is why it looks so like rough around the edges. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a really versatile uh, like engine, and it's been easy to work with. And you think you're... Are, are you doing like any ideas on Steam or whatever? Um, Nato, Nido, or what? I yeah, I'd, re- I'd really like to get it on Steam. Yeah. Um, probably like not web distribution just sure. because it's not it's not how I like playing them and I, I don't really yeah. know that many people who do play them on the web um, but yeah definitely trying to do Steam uh, like I would love to do mobile platforms uh, if that's possible yeah. so yeah so date or die catch it maybe 2016 <laughs> but probably by the end of 2017 if not early 2017 yeah catch okay. it sometime <laughs> yeah. thank you very much thank you uh huh